for listening to the Hello Awesome podcast, and this is episode number 144. Have you ever looked at someone on Instagram and thought, man, I wish I had her hair? Or looked in the mirror and take a big sigh because there's just something different about your appearance that you're not really proud of? Well, I have been there, and so has my next guest. In fact, Jen Counts, a.k.a. at Life with Jen, decided to embrace her naturally curly hair after many years of mistreating it. What she found was not only a great head of beautiful hair, but a realization that comparing ourselves is not what God has called us to do. So this conversation today was fueled by my desire to also embrace my crazy curly hair, and I pray that you will be inspired to embrace how God created you too. Here we go, sweet friends. Here is episode number 144 that I am calling Battling Comparison with Jen Counts. Hey guys, I'm JC. Are you ready for real conversations about faith, business, and life? Me too. This is the Hello Awesome podcast where I bring forth topics and truthful insights that will encourage you to make intentional choices and pursue God with your whole heart. Are you ready to say hello to the awesome blessings that God has for you? All right, let's do this. Hey, before we get into this episode, let me just share with you a couple of things some of my friends are doing. Over at Oneness Essentials, you can get handcrafted soap and beauty products that will make your skin fall in love with you again. Go to onenesssoapbiz.com and use our special code Hello8 for 15% off your next order. Also, Jessica's Most Modest has some amazing clothing that you need in your wardrobe next season. Go to JessModest.com and use our code HelloAwesome for 15% off today. Years ago, when Summer Neal was asked to take over her church's social media, she didn't know where to start. She didn't know how to create content. She was not a professional photographer or videographer. And she didn't know a thing about how to connect people with online. Well, Summer does now, and she's eager to share that knowledge with you. The Social Pentecostal is a social media consulting company that seeks to empower the church to utilize social media effectively to reach the loss and to make heaven bigger by teaching social media's best practices to church leaders and creatives. The Social Media Pentecostal offers monthly online training through the Social Pentecostal community. Follow her on social media at The Social Pentecostal to learn tips and tricks for your church's social media management and content creation. God does not need professionals. He simply needs a willing vessel. Let The Social Pentecostal help you bring glory to God on social media, and together you can reach the lost and make heaven bigger. For more information, visit thesocialpentecostal.com. For the month of April, I am so excited to share a brand new sponsor of the Hello Awesome podcast, Pentecostal Publishing House. PPH is an incredible resource where you can find Bibles, books, ebooks, and so much more to help enrich your faith walk with God. They've been a big supporter of my own books as well, distributing them across the nation to different conferences and events like NAYC and the UPCI General Conference. This month only, Use my discount code AWESOME to get 10% off your online order. This is the perfect opportunity if you have been wanting to buy one of my books 
or to stock up on my books for your personal library or small group. To be honest, you don't even have to buy any of my books. Whatever you order on PentecostalPublishing.com, all you have to do is just use my code to get that special discount. I also have a link in the show notes if you would like that as well. Again, for the month of April, use my code AWESOME for 10% off your next PPH order. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Hello Awesome podcast. This has been an awesome season so far, and I am so amazed by how God has brought these guests together uh, to speak to you. And today I have another wonderful uh, friend of mine, uh, Jen. She is an awesome influencer. She's sharing her hair journey on social media. You might have heard of her. Um, but I'm so grateful, Jen, that you are here with me on the podcast today. Thank you for being here. I would love it if you can just, um, for people who aren't familiar with you and maybe don't know what you do, if you could just share a little bit about who you are and maybe where they know you from. Yeah, yeah. So uh, like she said, my name is Jen, uh, full name Jennifer. Um, I am a wife of six and a half years, a mom of five years. I have three beautiful kids. And me and my husband are also uh, youth pastors at our small church. So um, if you've heard of me before, it's probably from a YouTube channel called Life with Jen or my Instagram page called Life with Jen. Um, And on those pages, I just share hair tutorials for long, curly hair hair tips, how to keep your hair healthy as you know you go through life and also not cutting your hair. That's a big thing that women tend to struggle with. If they don't cut their hair, they're trying to figure out how can I take care of it? How can I get my hair the best that it can? And that's why I started my Instagram page and my YouTube channel just to help other women along the same hair journey that I'm on. Yeah, this is this is one point I think we can relate on because I have that crazy curly Puerto Rican hair that I can't even control. And I have yet to even dive just at, at deep into what you've been doing. I've been watching you, obviously, and I follow you. And I'm so encouraged, but I haven't started my full journey yet. So I'm so grateful that you have these resources. So then when people are ready, they're there. Um, yeah. But yeah, I feel like you are known for like embracing your beautiful curly hair. And that's so different from, you know, the culture. And we'll be talking about that. But, you know, you are doing tutorials and you're doing tips and you're doing all these hairstyle things. And um, I always am curious how that starts, because I know as far as creating content and things like that, in the beginning for me, it felt very weird and it felt like. Um, I was uncomfortable and awkward, you know, it's not anything that you're used to doing. So I wanted to know, um, when did you start to become confident or at least, you know, starting that journey, uh, to sharing your curly hair, you know, adventures with everybody online? Yeah. Um, my YouTube channel started about 2018. And at that time, I was not actively trying to style my hair curly, I was still straightening it, curling it, blow drying it straight, you know, all of the things. And I stumbled across some other curly hair YouTube channels towards the end of 2018. And I was like, well, I know for sure, 
my hair is naturally curly. Like how, how can I do this to where my hair will really thrive and to where I can get my natural curl pattern back? So it all kind of started with just a random YouTube channel that popped up on my page and that sparked the inspiration and the dedication to taking care of my hair. And it's been several, several years that I've been doing this. So the process is really long and then starting to create content for others. That's also a learning curve because I was still, and I'm still learning about curly hair. I'm still you know, learning all the ins and outs of new styling techniques or ingredients and products and things like that. So starting to create content for others, it was really weird because I felt like I wasn't where I should be or, you know, that the comparison started to come in. It's like, man, all these other curly hair influencers on YouTube, their hair is so beautiful and they have all this knowledge. They either you know went to school for cosmetology or specialized in curly hair or they've just been doing it a lot longer so starting to create content for others it was really weird and kind of hard but as as time went on um I really focused more just on my hair and what it needs and then the content just started coming much more easily for my channel and for my Instagram page Yeah, I think, I mean, when people go on there, they definitely can see that you have been doing this a while. And that is encouraging in one aspect, but it can be overwhelming to some. Um, Yeah. And it it makes sense that you would feel the same way. Um, So obviously, would you say that quote unquote confidence (laughs) in how God crafted your appearance, especially your hair, took time and you're still in that process? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because growing up, you know, I I knew my hair was naturally curly, but my mom didn't know how to take care of curly hair. It was just you treated curly hair like straight hair. And so Mm -hmm. that's kind of where everything started of the not having confidence and not loving my curly hair because it wasn't like everybody else's hair. It wasn't straight. It wasn't smooth. So even now I do still struggle with like, oh my goodness, my hair looks absolutely terrible today. But when I look, it's like I, you know, washed my hair three or four days ago. So it's not going to be as pristine as it was on wash day, but the having confidence and embracing my hair, especially with it being so long and especially with not cutting my hair, it's taken a long time to really be able to say, this is exactly how God made me. This is how he wants me to live my life. This is how my witness is going to come across to other people. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, it it does take time to have confidence in that. And even with anything in your life takes time, you have to really work at it. You have to put time and dedication into it and learning about it. And then over time, the confidence does come. Sometimes it fluctuates but it it took me so long to really embrace my hair and just love it for how God made it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there are a lot of us who can relate to that. Because um, I remember in high school, you know, just taking out that hair straightener or before the hair straightener, we used to use an iron. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't I know if you remember that. that. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. You lay, you lay across the bed and you have a very, very, uh, good friend, somebody you care about with a steady hand, help you out. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. You just every, I feel like, like, you know, we tend to like want the opposite of what God gave us. And like, and I think it's just for some reason we think like, oh, they have it better. And, you know, why do you think we do that? Why do you think we ladies tend to desire that desire something else when it comes to our appearance? Because I know like for me with my curly hair, it was always like so annoying that I wanted straight hair. And now that I'm older I wish I knew how to take care of my curly hair because it would be less for me to like try and look like somebody else. Yeah. Well, I think, um, especially with having curly hair, you know, again, growing up, I was never taught how to take care of my curls, but whenever I did straighten it or whenever I did use a curling iron or a curling wand or some kind of heat tool to make my hair different than what it naturally is, I would get so many compliments like, Oh, your hair looks so great today. Like, I love your hair straight. You know, you should curl it all the time, like with the curling iron. And so your confidence gets boosted when you change how you look, what's, you know, not natural to you. And when that happens over time, over years and years and years of middle school, high school, college, you've just gotten into this mindset of how you are created naturally is not beautiful. It's not unique. And it's nothing special. People like me more when I have straight hair or when I use a curling iron. So that's just what you adapt to. And that's what you, you know, focus on instead of, you know, really embracing how God made you because those compliments didn't come when you had your hair naturally curly. They're like, oh, your hair looks really crazy today. That's not a good compliment. compliment like you don't nobody wants to feel like their friends think that they look unkept with their natural hair so I think I think that's why a lot of women go towards the opposite of what God gave them because of the outward influence of their friends or family or even on social media you know even with my super long hair everybody not everybody but a lot of the rather mean, hateful comments that I have gotten on my videos before. It's like, wow, you really need a haircut. Like your ends are so dead. And it's like, well, all of our hair is dead. <laughs> so the, the ends are more damaged, but it's like, wow, you know, I've taken all of this time to, you know, master the craft of my hair. And then you get all these comments of people saying it looks better another way, or, wow, you really need to just shave your head. <laughs> I know. And of course we can't please everybody, but it is true what you said, you know, that your confidence does get boosted when you change your looks. Yeah. And this is the struggle of, I think, any woman, whether they're inside the church or outside the church, it doesn't matter. If you're a woman, Yep. this is going to be a problem. And men too. I'm not saying not men, but obviously just speaking I think more from my so. experience. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel like guys can just roll out of bed and they're like, hey, dude, what's up? And they don't care. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just guessing as somebody who lives with a bunch of boys. Um, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, so I think. I think it is true that we feel that confidence because all the compliments usually come when we have done something different opposite of what our natural hair, natural 
hair is supposed to do. And the times that I feel like I've gotten compliments on my curly hair, I feel like I can never recreate that again. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That's so hard. You have an amazing wash day. You know exactly what products you used and then you try it again and you're like, Oh, it's not as good as last time. And Mm -hmm. that's, that's the tricky thing about, you know, naturally curly hair. It's really, really hard to recreate the exact same wash day. It's like if you use a straightener or a curling iron, you can pretty much master it. So your hair looks the exact same every single time. Right. Curly, naturally curly hair. (laughs) That like doesn't ever happen. (laughs) Right. Especially curly hair that, you know, has damaged ends and that has had some trauma. Yes. Um, But I do think it is a beautiful thing for us to learn how to maintain our natural hair the way God intended it. And that we don't let it discourage us when it's not what we want it to be. And, you know, obviously you are, you guys are youth pastors. So this is something you probably see uh, closely locally um, that, you know, it's just so easy for us to just compare. I know this is something we wanted to talk about, like ourselves with one another. Oh, look at your hair. It's different than my hair. I wish I had your hair. I don't like my hair. You know, different things we say to each other whether at church or school or of course online, I want to know what has gone, what has God showed you about comparison in your own life? Well, I have struggled with comparison from, I I mean, as young as I can remember, I had this best friend when I was in elementary school, first, second, third, fourth grade. She was so nice. I love her family. We're, you know, they moved away when I was probably sixth grade. So we haven't spoken since sixth grade, but just going back to the memories that I do have of being her friend as as young as first and second grade, I remember comparing myself with my looks and my hair and how I acted and even like really dumb trivial things like how she walked and I compare like how I walked versus how she walked so like as young as first grade I can remember comparing myself to other people around me and it and it's kind of weird because you know my son he's five he's in kindergarten and he has just started mentioning how all of my kids have my curly hair so all of the cousins they have straight hair And so his best friend, Eli, that's his cousin, he has straight hair. And so he's like, mom, can you brush my hair? So it looks like Eli's hair. I was Mm -hmm. like, what do you mean? And he's like, well, to where it's flat. I was like, oh, you mean straight? And he was like, yeah. And, you know, I encourage him and let him know that his curly hair is awesome because not a lot of people have curly hair and boys. I told him, I was like, I love boys with curly hair. So, you know, trying to give him that confidence boost of, you know, his curly hair, but he's five years old. And it's so weird. It's so weird that our brains can start to come, you know, start to compare how we are towards the people around us. And God has really been working with me as I continued to grow. And even now I still have days and weeks and months where I don't feel motivated. I am comparing my hair to all of the other curly influencers that I follow on Instagram and on YouTube. 
And I've realized that when I don't take time to really focus on my relationship with God and growing my relationship with him and reading my Bible and studying and praying, that's when the comparison really starts to come out. And when it starts to wreak havoc on my mind and my anxiety, and I start feeling depressed and unmotivated about everything in my life, I start comparing every aspect of my life. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's shown me as just being married and being a mom that I have to take time for my relationship with him and make sure I'm grounded in my relationship with him to find my true self in him. And then that comparison, the need and the want of comparing myself to others fades away. So I think that's, that's what I really had to focus on in my life is getting my foundation in him stable. And then everything else, all of the worries, all of our, you know, the Bible says that all of our needs will be met. And that is true when we are obedient to him. And when we focus on him. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, that's where it it boils down to is our confidence and and who we are comes from the Lord. And it's really, he sees us for who we, we really are inside and out. And Mm -hmm. it's so, it's just easy for us as flesh to just see the flesh, just see the surface. Um, and we are going to compare. It's uh, unfortunately, it's a natural thing um, that we are just going to do as humans. Um, but like when you feel that, when you're like battling against comparing yourself while you're navigating, you know, having this influential platform yeah. and, and as a woman of God in general, what are the what what do you usually do? How do you battle that? Well, I usually take time off. I take a break from social media. I unplug. If it's just for a day, it's just for a day. But if I have to go longer, obviously I'm going to go longer. Um, and then I really make sure that I'm focusing my time on the things that, that, on the things that need to be focused on, like my husband, my family. And, you know, my relationship with God, because when the times that I have really, really struggled with the depression and anxiety and the comparison is just so overwhelming, Mm -hmm. I look at the other aspects of my life and I'm lacking in all of those other aspects. My, you know, I'm not taking as much time with my husband as I usually do. I'm lacking and just being available and being, um, being mindful about my children and then my relationship with God is lacking. Maybe I haven't read my Bible in a few days and that has happened. We've all, you know, been through those moments, the dry spells where we're like, man, I just have completely forgot to read my Bible the past few days. And I unplug from social media, take time off. And I focus on the, the aspects in my life that are the most important. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. That's what I do too. (laughs) Um, Because I think if you are on social media, whether you have a big following or not, it doesn't matter. You have to set boundaries for yourself. And you have to know yourself and know when to kind of push back. Um, 
on what you really want to do versus what you need to do. So yeah, I know for me, I mean, this might not seem like it has anything to do with comparison, but it does is um, turning off my notifications for social media. Mm -hmm. Just making sure I'm not as available for strangers on the internet. Yeah. And, and setting time that like, okay, if I'm going to sit down and be on social media, I'm going to check my messages and this is what I'm going to do while I'm on there. And then I'm not going to scroll right now in this moment. Because I think the more uh, space we give to scrolling, that's when our mind starts to also scroll. Yes. And we start to look at, oh my gosh, she always has like great clothes. Wow. Her hair looks so good. I can never do my hair like that. And it's like constant, constant, constant. And I think too, we also have to understand, like we were talking about before, like these are highlight reels, right? So somebody sharing like a clip of themselves doing their hair or the finished product. And you're like, man, they always look so put together. Well, they're not showing you a picture of when they first wake up in the morning or on Saturdays or how they look before they go to church. You know, (laughs) we all do not look that great before we get to church. Let's just say. Yeah, no. And even like um, this, this happened like earlier in the year when my, my husband pointed out to me, he was like, you are so, you look so happy on all of your videos. But then when I come home, he's like, you, it's almost like you're just in a bad mood and you're not the same person as you are in your Instagram videos. And it really hit me hard. It's like, I, I was putting on a facade just for my Instagram, just to show, oh, I'm here. I'm happy. My life is great. And then as soon as the camera turns off, it's back to that reserved, I'm depressed, I'm upset. And it's like, I don't, I didn't know why. And so that's early in the year, it was really, really, I was struggling a lot with just, just feeling like I was so overwhelmed and this cloud of sadness and this cloud of depression was over me. And thankfully I've come out of that. God is good. He delivers, but it was, it was kind of a wake up call. Like, so even seeing videos on social media of people being so happy and having the time of their lives, as soon as that camera turns off or even before the camera turned on, they could have been, you know, crying for a few hours or they could have gotten in a fight with one of their loved ones. So yeah, the social media aspect, it definitely is a highlight reel and it, it can put a, a damper on you when you are in the forefront of having a bigger channel or a bigger Instagram page, because you almost feel like you have to be that happy go lucky person. And you have to show up every day, even when you're struggling when the camera turns off and we -hmm. don't have to do, if we need to take time away, you know, we can take time away because the Bible says that all of these material things will come and go, but the Lord is forever. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. So when we put our focus into, you know, all of the material things, it just drains us. Mm -hmm. So that's, yeah. 
Yeah, well, thank you for confessing that because every mom says amen out there. We've all been there, especially <laughs> those of us who are creating content. I did have my oldest son at some point, but it probably was this year where he was actually teasing me in a way, in a very sweet, endearing way, but uh, endearing way. But he was saying that I, I had corrected my youngest and I was very stern with him. And I, I, I was like, you know, very bold. And then he said, and then I turned on, you know, the video and I was like doing my silly joke, you know, that I was doing. Yeah. And he was like, mom, you were like, oh, hello. Or something. <laughs> and I, so he was laughing and kind of making light of it. It wasn't like a heavy thing, but I realized like, oh yeah, I guess you guys are watching me do that. And yeah. I guess that wasn't probably the best way to handle that. Um, yeah. But at the same time, you know, I I am appreciative of social media as much as there's that negative aspect. There's a lot of positive and like the fact that you can help others with what you know and your experience and even just your journey as you learn is huge. And I think now people can see other people who are like them. Like, wow, like she has hair like me or that person, (laughs) like even just modest fashion, that person dresses modest like me. I see her dressing modest uh, like 15 years ago. We, it, it was different. Um, yeah, it really was. And so it was like the only people that you saw doing the things that you were doing were in church with you. Yeah. So that kind of felt like it was like in a box, you know, yeah. tucked away, but now it's this whole big open world and you feel, I don't know about you, but I feel I'm like, wow, I, I have this freedom to just, be who God called me to be and to be modest and to not cut my hair because I have this whole community now and we're all rooting for each other, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So is there a scripture verse that has helped you regain focus when you need encouragement, especially when it comes to comparison? Oh yeah. Um, And this actually came to me. um, God gave this to me when I was in high school surprisingly, I was going through a really bad breakup. So it wasn't, it didn't come to me in time of comparison, but I use it and, and I read this in all aspects of my life. And the whole chapter of Psalm 27 mm-hmm. is my absolute favorite because it's a Psalm of David. And he starts out by saying, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? So it, he's already making a declaration saying, this is who my God is. He is my light and he's my salvation. Who do I have to fear? Who do I have to be afraid of? And it even goes on to say, when the wicked came against me to eat up my flesh, my enemies and my foes, they stumbled and fell. So we again have this illustration of these enemies and these foes, people around us are coming to attack us and coming to devour us but they stumbled and they fell. Why? Because the Lord is my light and he's my salvation. Who do I have to be afraid of? Mm -hmm. So this, the whole chapter is just gives me so much encouragement every time I read it. And this is what, this is the chapter that I go back to time and time again, when I'm struggling with any aspect of my life, not just comparison, but it's like, who do I have to be afraid of? Because I have the Lord on my side. He's given me the light. 
He's giving me my salvation. He's giving me this strength and he's given me his spirit that I can go back to time and time again. So Psalm 27 is for sure my all time favorite chapter. And I will be bold and say in the entire Bible, just because of how it it has such a deep meaning for me. And it has really helped me through the toughest times in my life. And I'm only 26. So I know that there's going to be more hard times to come. But Psalms 27 really is that chapter that is a literal pick me up when when I need to be picked up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, the fact that the Lord is giving you the scripture now, uh, this reminds me of something I've heard. um, And I don't know if a lot of people like think this way. Um, but how God sometimes gives us a life verse. Have you ever heard that? It's like that verse that you're like, oh, this is going to take me through my entire life, no matter what. Yeah, I haven't heard that, but that Psalms 27, that's definitely, now that you've said that, that definitely is my life chapter, (laughs) my life verse. Uh, When you were talking, it, it just dawned on me and I'm, you know, I don't, you know, I don't try and dabble in like, prophetic stuff too much or anything like that right right i i have psalms one is like that for me the entire chapter of psalms one and yeah i think it's important that we have these key scriptures key scriptures that we go back to because like you were talking about before is that's where our confidence comes from right who god is who he's made us to be who he's calling us to be and even though we have these external struggles and with our hair and comparison all of these things, like you said, are are like nothing, really. They're all going to yeah. fade away. All this technology, all this social media, everything's going to fade away. But the Lord is going to stand forever. His word is going to stand forever. And so um, we have to be reminded of who God is so that we can be reminded who we are in him and what our whole purpose is. Um and that it's okay to admire people. I always say that it's okay to admire like, wow, I really do love your hair. But when we start uh, picking apart ourselves, that's that's where I think the Lord draws that line. It's like, uh-uh, yeah. <laughs> I made you, I made her that way and I made you this way. Yeah. And it's okay that you're different. And I'm so grateful that we have a God who is so powerful that he's made us all different. Yeah, I think that's such a beautiful thing that we're not all the same because it would be very boring. It would be extremely boring. And what a lot of people don't think about is that because he has made us, you know, the Bible says we're fearfully and wonderfully made, even though every single one of us, we are created in his image. We are so different that each of us have, we each have our own specific testimony and we Mm -hmm. each can witness to people in a very specific way. So even though, you know, I do have this Instagram page and YouTube channel for my hair that I can use that as my witness for others. And, and um, I've gotten so many messages of, you know, women thanking me because, you know, they finally found a, another curly haired lady who has super long hair and it's helped them so much. But also there they have mentioned that just how how I act like in my stories, how my videos are. It's like mm-hmm. the, the types of things that I say, they're like, you're light. Like we can, we can just tell that you're just different. 
And it's like, that's, that's it. That's my witness. Even though my testimony, my testimony might not be like God delivered me from drugs and alcohol. It's my testimony is completely different, but it's tailored to me. So that's what everybody has. They have a testimony that's tailored to them. That's going to be a witness to specific people. And those people that can, you know, be somebody who, um, they talk to us more and then they ask questions about certain things like care, but then they start to get to know us more and they feel comfortable about asking us about what we believe and why we believe it. And then that opens up the door to talk about God and salvation and all of the things that he's done for us. So it's a, it's, you know, a stepping stone to being an influence on the outside and then being an influence from what is inside of us that will help others that will bring others to Christ. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. So what would you say to the girl who might be listening, who struggles with comparing her appearance, personality, character with other girls, what can she do to break that mindset? I would say, and again, I'm, I can, you know, speak to my younger self that, your appearance is not all that. It's true that, yes, we need to take care of ourselves and, you know, be mindful of how we look. Um, but the the appearance, it's not all that. You need to make sure that you have your foundation in God and your relationship with God as strong as you can get it. It does not need to be built on sand. It needs to be built on that solid rock, on that foundation of Christ. Because when we have, when we find our identity in Christ, when we learn who he is, when we learn what he has done for us, we can take that and apply it to our lives to help us when we need it. Amen. I'm I'm so grateful that you said that because I feel like my younger self could have used that. and. Hopefully this is just, this is not going to say that, you know, you out there, you're not going to battle with comparison. Obviously we all do, but I feel like these are just um, some words of encouragement and just um, hopefully redirecting your attention and your mind the right way. Because when we talk about the, you know, in the scripture, you know, um, when, when they talk about how we need to um, take into captivity, every thought, that, mm-hmm. you know, exalts itself against the knowledge of God. It also means how we look at ourselves and how we yeah. compare ourselves to other people. Yeah. Because we're almost looking at other people as if they have the answers to our happiness and our joy. Yeah. And that's not true. I mean, sure, we might have fun with other people. And sure, like, mm-hmm. it, maybe pretty people are fun to look at. But it's, it's, it's also... <laughs> Uh, it also is it's deeper than that. It has to be deeper than that in order for it to have any substance at all. Um, yeah. So let's switch. Let's talk about what's the best thing about showing up online. Like what's been a cool thing since making the jump for you? Um, for, for me personally, just seeing the transformation of my hair from when I started to now and then being able to uh, share those photos and share those videos with others and then them tell me, wow, my hair looks like yours did several years ago. 
So now I know that my hair can look 10 times better than what it does now. And so it's that extra oomph of encouragement, not just for me, because they're, you know, they're encouraging me to keep posting and to keep sharing tutorials and products. And, you know, they're encouraging me, but I'm also encouraging them. And I'm also being a witness to them to say, look, you do not have to cut off all of your hair for your hair to be healthy and for your hair to look beautiful. You don't have to do that. You do you know, these certain things, it takes time, took me years, it's dedication, but over time, your hair will thrive, your hair will look amazing. And, you know, for me, not cutting my hair, that's, that's just me being obedient to what God's word says. So it it gives me a boost of confidence, knowing that all of this positive feedback that I'm getting from followers and from women who are also struggling. It's like, okay, this, this really is what I'm supposed to be doing. This is, I'm being obedient to God's word. Um, This is the plan that he has for my life and I'm, I'm where I need to be. So that's been the coolest thing, just the confidence boost and just knowing that I'm where I'm supposed to be. This is what I'm supposed to be doing to be a witness, to be a servant for God, but also to just help others with with their hair and some people might think that that's you know hair is so trivial but when when you have the knowledge of you know god's word what the bible says about it and just knowing that it is the glory that god has given us it is important and that's that's the coolest thing that has happened since i've started really being consistent and posting online to instagram and to youtube yeah, I think that's really cool. I think that's awesome. Um yeah, we all need that. We we need we need that encouragement and you know, you showing up, I mean, you're helping other people overcome even as simple yeah. as something as as doing hair. For a lot of women out there, I mean, that can be a really heavy subject. Yeah. And I know as you know, being Puerto Rican, and um, obviously being around a lot of people of color, it is a very touchy subject. Hair is a very personal thing. And when we don't feel confident in our hair, I mean, it really does do something to our hearts and how we see ourselves. Yeah. Um, and I think that's why the Lord wants us to hand that over to him. Yeah. To, you know, that it is our covering. It's supposed yeah. to be our glory. And, um, it's such a beautiful thing and I'm so grateful for you and for what you do and for your channel. I am definitely going to (laughs) be learning a lot more from you. (laughs) I've been thinking about this for a while. Um, it's just, it's a crazy, it's a crazy mess over here, but, um, yeah, I, I really do. Um, I love all your tutorials and I do think that you are funny and you're real and you try and make things, um, you know, just uh, relatable. And I think that's where a lot of people probably get encouragement is being like, Hey, she has, she is going through this and she can laugh and be silly and, and, you know, be normal like me too. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, well, thank you so much for being on the podcast, Jen. This is so fun and encouraging, but also really insightful. And um, can you just share with everybody specifically like where they can find you on social media, like your handles and also any information about your church. Yes. Um, 
On YouTube, it is Life with Jen with two N's, Jen with two N's. And then on Instagram, it is at underscore Life with Jen with two N's. Um, Those are really the only two social media platforms that I have that I'm uh, consistent with. (laughs) Um, And then my church, we are a super small country church in Ashley, Missouri, Um, I don't know the address off the top of my head. I should have came prepared with that, but you can find us on Facebook at Ashley Pentecostal church and it will be in Ashley, Missouri. So it's a very tiny, small town, but it is the greatest church ever. Yeah. Let's give it up for our local small churches. Cause I'm there. (laughs) I'm there. That's where the magic happens. Oh yeah. Coming from what growing up my, um, my dad was assistant pastor. Now he's pastor of a bigger church, about 150 people. So going from a big city, a big church to a small country town to a small country church who sings out of the songbooks, it was a culture shock for me, but Mm -hmm. now I would not have it any other way. Like I love the hymns, sing them all the time, all day, every day. And then when I go to my parents' church, it's like, oh, this is really weird because there's so many people. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's nice that we have that balance for sure. Yeah. Well, Jen, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Thank you so much for having me. I enjoyed it. It was so fun. I was so excited. (laughs) (laughs) If this episode blessed you, please take a screenshot of it. And share it on your Instagram stories, tagging at Hello Awesome Live. I would really love that. Also search my name, JC Pulford, J-A-C-Y-P-U-L-F-O-R-D on Amazon to buy my devotionals and coloring books. You can also donate to the Ministry of Hello Awesome through my link tree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash Hello Awesome Live will help fund future projects that will benefit the kingdom of God. Until next time, keep your chin up, beautiful.